For the final time in 2016, it's sad but true. Welcome to Is the it? Geo and Jones after party. It's the three of us not named Geo or Jones from the Geo and Jones radio show on CBS Sports Radio. CBSSportsRadio.com and your radio.com app. That's Mike. I'm Andrew. This is Pete, and shockingly, this never, ever happens. Pete seems to be in a bad mood. Um, it's cold in here. It's, I feel like I'm in an icebox, and it's very uncomfortable. Well, a professional would deal with the cold and push through and record uh, his would, podcast as if it was not cold in the I would have pushed through, but you brought it up, so I addressed it. Well, thank you for addressing it, and make that be the last time I'm you I'm just exhausted, it. too. I'm just very tired. What do you got going on? No, I'm, a lot of things here before we uh, headed to the holidays. So Shopping. just wrapping up, wrapping up things. Yeah, well, actually bit, wrapping up things. Well, yes, I gotta. I, get I can't that see part. Pete's face again with this, these flowers. You're welcome. It's, a, it's my gift to you. What are you getting Bridget for Christmas? I can't tell you. She's not listening. She is listening. She's not listening. She will be listening. She won't be. We won't, we won't post it until after and Christmas. Plus, and and her birthday's the thirtieth. Oh, so, so what are you doing? Two gifts or two one? Two gifts. All right. Um, <laughs> So. Big, big gifts, one big gift, or it's actually two gifts. One big each gift, day. Right. Mm-hmm. Two, like mm-hmm. like December, like the Christmas will have two, and then I think I think the birthday will have two. You think, dude? When are you going to shop for these things? No, 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 no. I'm just trying to. It, it's uh, very complicated. Pete and I heard up Macy's on Thursday. Are you? No, no, I didn't think so. Mm. Although that would be cute if you guys went shopping together. No, it wouldn't be. Pete and I have been into a mall together. What mall? Well, the one in Long Island. Roosevelt Fields. Roosevelt Fields. What did you go there for? Uh, feels like a million years I, ago. I think I know about this, and I got mad that you didn't invite me because I live nearby. This was, the, no. this was the, first, the first time we discussed the show. I recently was hired, so Pete and I uh, went for lunch at Bobby's Burgers. Ah, I love it there. At Roosevelt Mall. Yeah. Just get to know each other a little better right. and uh, I discuss the endless possibilities that would would be discovered on and, and we get here two two years later and uh that's history yeah that is long gone so you didn't feel the need to invite me to an introductory lunch to get a feel for me or the show or what my thoughts on it might be well, we i don't remember we, i don't think we knew your status then i mean pete and i, I did not know each other whatsoever i mean we really didn't know each other at right. all just besides passing uh the baton off from <clears throat> The Feinstein show to the Rome show. That was right. really it. So we wanted to just get to know each other, chat, talk about philosophy, show goals. Right. You know what's funny? <laughs> now that we talk about that time, um, having seen you basically every morning for for two years now, is I don't have any memories of you in the Rome role. But the Gottlieb one, yes. Yeah, like I don't, rem- I don't, I don't remember signing off with Feinstein and then having you. Like be in the, con- I mean, like, I know you were there, but like you are now the Geo and Jones producer, and that's the only thing my brain can compute. Sure, I mean that's how it works with uh, a coaching staff when somebody's the assistant. I mean, I'm from the Adam Klug tree, <laughs> so is Mike. Sa- I'm being serious. So is Mike Samter. He's not. Yes, no. we are. In a weird first way, all, we are. First of all, first of all, let's let's just stop this right now. Focus there, kind of agrees. There is no. The, the tree that you're from is the CBS Sports Radio tree. That's it. It's not from the Adam Klug tree mm. because Adam Klug wasn't in this building until last year. So you were here before that, right? No. 
Yes, you were. You were here from the start. Well, yeah, I was here from the start, but I started under the Adam Klug umbrella. No, you started under the CBS Sports Radio umbrella. And you built your own tree. That's how you have to look at it. I kind of agree with Pete. You know I don't want to, and sometimes you can't agree with Pete, but this time, because Klug wasn't here from the beginning. Ding, ding, ding. It, that's a tough well, What do you sell. mean he wasn't? But I, we, I got here the same day Klug got here. No, yeah. but physically he wasn't right. here. What do you mean? Because like he, he was in California? In, that's exactly what I mean. Well, I, I don't think that makes a difference. I think How a would that, little bit. Well, well if, you're, if you're, would you consider yourself under Bill Walsh's coaching tree if you coached from Indiana? Like the, the special well, teams? Well, the point was we were all in the Gottlieb, fine, then the Gottlieb show tree. Mm. That might be a better way of, and, and Klug did like talk over things with them. He wasn't here to personally mentor them directly. All I'm saying is he but, was the head producer yeah. of the Gottlieb show. Samter was the second one. I ran I ran the board. It's cold in here, guys. Samter yeah. got a job. I moved up. Right. Then I got another job. So I'm just saying we all we were all at one point under the in the same staff, the Gottlieb show, which would be like the Giants now, or the Lions. Who do you think is next to leave the tree and get his own uh his own orchard? Oof. Well, I, I would suppose uh, Tom DeCelestino, right? I, I would say that's Stu Kovacs. He is a he is a gem. Too young. Still needs more producing seasoning. Decel is younger. No, he isn't. <laughs> yes, he is. I think so. Tom's not younger than Stu. Tom's he like twenty seven mentally and emotionally. That's, we're talking about age. <laughs> so, uh. I'd hire Stu in a second. Okay, well, I'm not asking. You asked me what I yeah, said. Well, you're not yours. Me and Peter right on this. I slide. think Diesel gets. I think Diesel gets the job first. No. Right again, Stu. Diesel has. I love Stu. Stu's my guy. We're gambling buddies. Yeah, like but Tom job. has more credentials at this point for his next job. It, it, but isn't Stu already higher on the totem pole? Oh no, he's next to Klug. But then D cell is the number two in line. When Klug's out, D cell steps in. Right. I mean, that's that's all you need to know. I'm with you still, Pete. Yeah, that's fine. Push comes to shove. I think you're right. It's not the Klug umbrella, but I think right. it's the no one does the Gottlieb cl- umbrella. No one does a clap test better than Stu. Come exactly. On. Now, more importantly, Pete, who do you think leaves to open up a spot for the next person, Stu, to fall <laughs> off the Klug tree into his own job? I don't know. Who knows? I, I I always could whatever I predict could it be Mike could it be Mike whatever I predict these things they're always wrong. So what I'm was not the question? <laughs> Who's going to lose their job or give up their job to open up a spot for Stu to take? Mm. Yeah, stumped you. See, I don't I don't know. Hopefully me. Fingers crossed. And toes. Yeah, whatever whatever <laughs> you can cross, I'm crossing. Mm-hmm. But let's mm-hmm. let's talk about joyous times. Let's talk about the holidays. No, what are you guys doing? no, I like this topic. No, better. what do you got? No, <laughs> this is way more fun. What Radio you... gossip and yeah. rumors and the Klug tree. I don't know why you're so offended by the Klug umbrella. Because he hates Klug. Is that that tough a thing to understand? I don't hate people. He you, I dislike you, people. You dislike him to the verge of hate. Fair. I will say I, I did learn. Fair. I did learn nothing from Adam. Right. See that? Why are you under his tree then? Well, I don't know because that's that's where the tree is. It's like that's like if you're an apple tree and, and you become a pear. <laughs> exactly. Um, that's the title of this podcast. <laughs> it's like you're an apple tree and you become a pear. Right. <laughs> you're a leaf on an apple tree and you become a pear. Makes perfect sense. It does. Okay, anyway, we'll move on. We'll talk about the holidays if yeah, that makes you happy. Christmas, yes. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Yeah. Kwanzaa Carl's going to be around. Kwanzaa Kenny. Kenny. Kwanzaa Kenny. Who's, who's, who's his wife? Kwanzaa Kate. 
Clowns of Kate. Yeah. Mm. Duh. Oh, we also need to talk about that San Diego Chargers guy. Yeah. Now that we have a little more free reign on All this. Right. But we can get to that after. No, no. Why wait? Why bury the lead? So uh, I would assume that most of you uh, who are degenerate enough to listen to us are also bad enough to listen uh, or look at the video. Have you ever seen? Have you seen an age on this guy yet? No, I've not. On the San Diego Chargers uh, on-field security guy. I looked up online. I couldn't find it. Their staff. They had like a staff directory. Yeah, he wouldn't be on there. He's just a I know. Guy. He looks young, though. Yeah, it, what, what, bottom line was I couldn't find him. So he's standing in the back of the end zone, if you haven't seen this. Uh, and he is uh, pleasuring himself very non-discreetly, although he's trying to be discreet. As he continues to take looks at the cheerleaders who are off to his left by about 15 So feet. embarrassing. And somebody in the stands is is filming him and zooming in on his midsection and panning to the, the cheerleaders and then back to the dude uh, as he uh, as he takes care of himself. Which, I mean, it's and <laughs> it came up on the show Wednesday morning. And to me, I'm going to use all of these positive words because I apparently have a limited vocabulary. It's not a positive thing. But I never looked at it as a as a serious thing. Like I was just like bemused by a guy who thought it was cool to do that in public, and then he got caught. And he's like, I just thought he was like a, a super pig. And then Greg brings it to a whole other level. He's like a predator, and that the girls are in danger. And what else has he done? And what else could he well, do? And I don't know. Well, the whole, the whole thing is why <laughs> there's something wrong with him if yes. you're going to put security jacket on him and make him the guy in charge of people in case there's a riot or a emergency. Well, my assumption and, and, is they didn't know he liked to do that beforehand. Right. Well, I, I, would, I would hope so. But I, I think he wasn't doing that in somebody, the interview. Yeah. Anything else we should, we should know about you, Harry? Well, I, I often, <laughs> I shouldn't say often, every once in a while I get a little, uh, you know, a little frisky and I need to take care of myself immediately. <laughs> so It could be a health condition. It, it might happen on the field. I don't know. Is that, is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, somebody noticed. You have to be fired. Sorry, Ted. Well, I think I don't. I don't. I think it's worse than oh, he's just a pig and he's got to do that. I wouldn't think he's a uh, a serial killer, but there's something mentally wrong with him, right? To do that because anybody with any self awareness and any common sense and any self respect, right, would not do that. It's just. It doesn't need an explanation. And, I don't need to explain and, to you why that's not allowed. Here's the other thing. You work with these cheerleaders. Pretty much almost every home game, you will see them. Yeah, but no interaction. Yeah, but who knows? They could be. He could be escorting them to a bus or to a location that you know they need security at. I've never been... <laughs> right? You've never been what? I've never well, been to the point where I'm just so horny. That I can't control myself in public where that needs to happen. I mean, that is absurd. It is absurd. It's also amazing that somebody exists that thought it was okay. And, you know, the more I think about it now, and I can't even think about it more, it's, you know, I, I, would, I would buy the, you know, kind of mentally deranged or compromised argument more if he, like, just stood there and, like, stared at them and did that and made no attempt <laughs> to hide it. But he thinks he's he thinks he's doing it secretly, like he's got his left hand in his big red kind of you know like nylon jacket, and he thinks he's got it over himself. Right. And then he slides his other hand in his pants, and he's you know making the motion. 
<laughs> he thinks he's covering, like he thinks he's doing it on the sly. Oh. So he knows that it's something he can't do 100% on the open, even though he is 100% out in the open. So there is some recognition in his head, as twisted as it might be, that he's doing something unbecoming. He didn't just have, just <laughs> lose reality and drop his pants and go, yeah, she's cute. And like, yeah, but I, I don't think it can be that extreme. I think you can lose reality and still do it like that and have some awareness that you shouldn't be doing that uh, out in the open. I mean, there's people like that have issues that do that kind of thing on the subway. Yes. Like, it's a, it's a problem. It's a thing. Didn't, didn't somebody do it on a bus? Piano. Piano? Yeah, it's, a, it's just a thing. I mean... I, well, the video just ends. I can see Pierno. Do we? Is there? I mean, what happened? I don't know. There's a there's a leg twitch at one point in there. Like, oh, it's, it's not good. Geez. I it's couldn't help good. myself. I watched it like ten times. Me too. Oh. Me too. I did. I, I, I just couldn't it. get over it. I, I, mean, I can't watch. It. It's just. I mean, there was like, what is? The, how is this happening? I said, there's still shots were enough for me. I mean, there wasn't. You didn't see under the pants, so it wasn't. It wasn't anything that graphic in that sense. But I just had to watch it over and over and again and say. He's really doing this. And he's going to town. Oh, yeah. That wasn't his first rodeo. No, 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 no. He's done that before. Now, here's here's a follow-up that I should have asked on the radio on Wednesday. If you're sitting in the stands and you see that, should should you be addressing it immediately, like yelling to somebody? Oh, or if I have kids, him? yes. I think, be, I think what I read was yeah, people were. Kids don't know what he's doing. Right, but but you could get to a point where... He loses his pants. <laughs> he, he, he loses his pants during the whole thing. Didn't and pe- then he's exposed, and then the kid sees it. Didn't people say something? I think people were yelling. I, I, I just heard people kind of like having fun with it in behind the camera, like people laughing like and being in, in disbelief. I, but no one was like appalled <laughs> when they were screaming down like, dude, drop your hands in the air. I, I think of the, uh, <laughs> the other perspective, too, from the... Employer, yes. Who just having a normal day? You know, it's cold. Let's make sure no one drinks too much. No fights. Ugh, get me through this, right? And then the guy has to come in Monday to work and be like, "We have something. <laughs> Someone on our staff yeah. is pleasuring themselves to cheerleaders." <laughs> like, oh, he God. warned us about this. This is not what I needed Imagine on my Monday. Oh, that like, guy addressing it. He's like, "Why did you hire him?" And then like. Everything that you, all the backstories, yeah. like oh, my holidays just got. <laughs> hey, boss. Uh, hey, and the guy that hired him. I mean, who knows what the hiring process is for this stuff? You it's, could sneak that by somebody. Well, how would you? How would you? I mean, not how would you know? Sneak it by somebody, unless you have a criminal record for doing it, it's, it's, it would never ever uh, come up. And then there's poor cheerleaders. Then it's like subjected to that. They're creeped out. Well, they the lucky they didn't see anything worse. I mean, imagine if they saw that. Oh yeah, unfortunately, girls are used to horrible things. Not like bit, that. Well, well yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, that's I've never. I saw. I told you on the radio this morning when I used to travel back and forth to school with. There was like eight of us, nine of us, and half were girls. There was one time where all of a sudden there was a dude sitting next to us, and he had sweatpants on, and he was just kind of staring and looking, and he had the hugest boner ever. <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't. And then another time, a guy was had his hand in his pants, looking at my friend Stephanie. It's like that, you know, like that. It, 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 Why are girls, men so gross? I, I really don't know. It's like women disgusting. don't do that. No, they don't. And it's always that's always one of my when I've ever had conversations. Like not in any way to condone it. But like, wouldn't you once want to walk by a woman have her whistle at you? 
<laughs> they don't do that. <laughs> they don't at all. Like, wouldn't you like walk by? Of course, they'll right? never do that. No, that's what I'm saying because they're you know? adults and they're proper, right. right? And they have morals and standards. But like, ooh, and, look at this bald spot, you cutie. I mean, any I, I would take anything. I am desperate. One right. time, like, yeah, it the, would be the nice. five times that someone's ever like out of nowhere. <laughs> Like done anything remotely like that to me? You're like five of the coolest like miniature life moments ever. Do you think you've had a, a woman hit on you in the last ten years? In the last ten years. And if you did, you probably didn't even notice. Um, I mean, like really out and out hit on me? Yeah. No, nothing like to the extent of like, you know, here's like my room key. Meet me oh. in five eleven. You know, nothing like that. Yeah. But, there's, had, a, but I, there was a woman on the train one time. I was going to Fordham to meet my buddies up there, and this had to be within the last ten years. And like she was sitting in the row in front of me and across the aisle, her and her friend, and they were talking about me loud enough so I could hear them. What were they saying? Uh, the thing that caught my attention was, "Do you think he knows how cute he is?" Oh, look at this! Right? So, and oh, you remember yeah. this? No, and yeah. last year, and that, Olivia Munn. Olivia Munn, yeah. I, yeah, we're going to count that. Yeah. Um, last year at uh, the ugly Christmas sweater party I went to at like the, at a local bar. So the 2015 one? Yeah. You know, basically a year ago, it uh, my sweater said, take me gnome tonight instead of take me home tonight. Get it, Pete? And, uh, no. No. And a woman asked me, she came up to me, she's like, are you married? And I said, yeah. She's like, oh, okay. And like disappointedly walked away. Mm-hmm. That was, that was, I was presumed the start of something. And that made you feel good about yourself? Yeah, for like 30 seconds. Happened only to me once, and that was back right after I graduated college. Uh, was in, in your heyday? In my heyday, yes. In when your prime. In, when I was in the bar, they, um, uh, there was someone that uh, just came up and sat right next to me. I'm with my friend, my, a couple of my friends, and, and this girl comes up and sits right next to me, start, just starts talking to me. Like, and into the conversation, and then she gets up and walks away. I'm like, but, like, into the conversation. I, I knew, like, wow, that's how it feels <laughs> when someone actually. What was 22-year-old Pete like? No, nah, it wasn't very eventful. Same same guy? Same guy. Not much maturation or. No, no, no. no. Was he same. was actually Democrat Pete then. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Full head of hair. Liberal views. No, liberal the, views. no full head of hair. No. <laughs> let's not get too views. crazy. Hated wrestling. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, let's not get too crazy. Would eat any food you put in front of him, try, right. any, try any new delicacy. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Went to Vietnamese and Thai places. <laughs> uh, raw fish extraordinaire. Oh, you know what Mike had for lunch today? From your least favorite place? Uh, the place that got me sick? Sushi. Oh, have fun. You make it sound like... I don't know what I had, but sushi is so mainstream. I mean, you can't. No, and actually, say when I walk past there, the sushi's morning, more mainstream than like sandwiches at this point. Well, but it's about keeping the food. It's not that it's exotic. It's yeah. that it's, it would make me nervous that it was kept correctly. Well, I've had it numerous times, and I'm still here. Yeah, I don't eat it. I don't eat it just because of that. That 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 whole thing. Oh, it's hard to maintain it. Nobody you know? gets sick from sushi. Well, you should eat it at a real restaurant. Well, yeah, you shouldn't yeah. eat it when it's. Not sitting a, in a, you know, a I mean, to be for, honest, I would be more fearful of chicken than sushi. It's such fresh fish. I mean, Pete did get. But that's my sick. point. You don't cook chicken correctly. You done. Yeah. I mean, you done. You right. You done. I don't know what got me that food poisoning. I'm still trying to figure that out. Uh, coming up on two years on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the investigation continues. Jeez, that was that was it's a, a cold case. Oh.
sitting there in the hospital with uh, the IV bags. Oh, that uh, was just painful. Broken. You doing a uh, birthday party this year, Pete? It's always a big I'll event be a for get me. Together. It's the official event of Although winter. this year, I don't know if I'll be ma- I wonder if I'll make it oh, this year. Oh, you live so far away now. I'll, I'll make it for Pete. I don't know what's happening. I Come don't know to what's Jersey. Happening. I mean, do it in the city. Split I, the difference. Let's get, let's get to the end of the year <laughs> first. <laughs> Got a lot of things going on in the Bilotti, uh, uh timeline here. We have Christmas and New Year's. We have a trip to Atlantic City. That's right. Uh, you know what? There's a lot of chances for Pete to ask Bridges to marry him. We, we have. Let's just point it out there. That's not, that, that is a topic that will never be brought up on this podcast. Uh, I just did. Then. then uh, well, I think it's in, uh, offensive. Then. <laughs> <laughs> then. Is that the word you wanted? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, inappropriate. Inappropriate. Listen, you heathen. You want to bet me a dollar? What? That Pete will be engaged and then when we come back in January. <laughs> what? Do you have inside information? No, just a hunch. Just my heart. Just your heart. Then we'll have to be calling a engaged I'd up that Pete. bet. Up that bet to a couple bucks. All right. How much you want to bet? Well, Pete's here now. He's going to he, not, because he, he's spiteful enough to not ask her to cancel his plans. No, I did not do not. that. <laughs> That's. I'm not going to wait to Valentine's Day. No. You want to bet? Yeah, I just did. How five, much? Five bucks. Five bucks. Yeah. And what's the date? When we come back in the new year. Okay. All right, Pete. Because by then it'll be have been. Don't be smooth Christmas, for two weeks. Birthday, Atlantic City, New Year's. I know when Pete's doing it. Pete and I have talked about it. Oh, okay, good. So this is like the time that you bet Greg, knowing that he knew the answer. <laughs> I was right, by the way. You were you. But <laughs> my so first guess. He. My first guess was right. Yeah, it was a, it was a real guess though. It wasn't just like that. Wasn't your fi- you know what, a definitive guess? It was I like should go with my names. gut more. It's always right. Well, well, not always, but it's 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 it's, it's accurate. <laughs> like six out of ten times. Like I have to do that on FanDuel. I always overthink it. Go with the first Don't lineup. Chase your tail. Chasing right. too much tail. Always go with your plan. Go with your always plan. Always stick with the plan. You know what I did this past weekend when I won, ending my drought. Fade. I was, I was doing bad. No, because I still don't understand what that means. <laughs> But I chased and then caught my tail. Now, did you realize what you were doing and our conversation helped you? Um, I mean, a little bit. because So I, I won you money. I, yeah, you know what? You did because I wanted Devontae Freeman in my lineup. That was a great call. I put him in first. Then I had Matt Ryan. Then I had Tyler Gabriel. And I said, that's a lot of Falcons. That's a lot riding on one game. If something goes wrong, I could be really screwed. So I... I uh, I took f- uh, Freeman out because I found more. We call right. that a stack, by the way. Thank you. Um, I was you're stacking the players. I went. I found other running backs that I felt comfortable with after David Johnson, who was locked into my lineup no matter what. And then went around, moved around, picked everything else, got back to where I was, and had enough money left over to take out. I think uh, Latavius Murray, get Freeman, put Freeman back in. Everything was accomplished. Great. Three touchdowns, 80 bucks for Bogus. 81. 81 bucks for Bogus. Yeah, yeah, I... I, um, 71 for being honest, since I put in 10 to begin with. That's a fair point. (laughs) We got our NBA tonight going for three in a row. I'm contemplating doing that one week with you guys. Really? Just to see what it's like. Well, how about we get to the baseball You want to join tonight? No, you can't. It's already locked for tonight. Next week. Well, I don't know if we'll be doing it next week. Right. How about we get to the baseball season? I want you to challenge me in the baseball season. I have no interest in doing the oh, baseball. Oh, I will win now. I hate I will baseball. win every week. Baseball. Sounds awful. Not the confidence from Pete over here. I, I don't disagree. Although it is, I don't know how the baseball one works. That'd be interesting. The NBA one, 
once you do the NBA one, the NFL one feels very weird. Really? Yeah, because you have players, and we're getting inside here, and I don't care. No, you should. It's a po- it's our podcast. That's what it's for. Like, for example, in FanDuel football, you have a salary cap of 60000 for, what, nine positions, I guess it is? Eight yeah. positions? I don't know. The highest you'll find is like 9700 800 NBA, you have 12500 Right. And you... These guys are scoring between 60 and 80 points. It's just a different world. You can get a guy... It's just different the way you stack high-end players. You want to try... The key is to find the great players and then just fill in the pieces with guys that are going to overachieve. Because if you don't put one of those guys in, you can't win. Is that it? That's it. Thank you, Mike. Basically, everybody has a... There's one person that has a Le'Veon Bell day every time. Right. And if you don't have that guy, you, you can't, you can't win. win. Yeah. So if yeah. you miss out on that person, you're screwed. Although I did have Le'Veon Bell, and that week he scored 48 points, 49 points, and I lost. Yeah, but the, my, my point is if you didn't have him, you wouldn't have a chance. The person they beat you had him. Right. He had to be in your lineup to even smell victory. Mm-hmm. That's true. Man, I should do a fantasy Chronic podcast. Gambler. You should. Right Maybe Greg will do one with me. All the time or once? <laughs> All the time. He wouldn't. <laughs> G and B breaking down fantasy sports. <laughs> G and B on the wager. They like that construction to play that mm. in. Or at at the bookie, at the window. <laughs> Eye on the window. <sighs> Eye on betting. <laughs> That's coming. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's I on fantasy football. It's the same thing. Eye <laughs> on gambling. It's well, your I... host, Mike Biseglia. Well, we... And welcome inside Eye on Betting. I'm your host, Mike Biseglia. Today we take an inside look at fantasy basketball. Our guest today will be Andrew Bogish. Peter J. Bellotti. Is your middle name Jay? No. What is it again? Lo- Lauren? Steven. <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> Peter Lauren. Ralph Lauren's long-lost brother. <laughs> the next time we'll be on this podcast will be in 2017, guys. Oh, and according that. to Bogus, you'll be engaged. Yep. Fingers crossed. And according to me, Mikey B will be $5 richer. $5 richer? Yeah. Whatever. We'll see. Also known as half the amount of money Brian pays me once every six months <laughs> for the videos I upload. Thanks, PJ. You're such a considerate dick. All right. Well, it just got real. So we're going to go before we get fired. Um, whatever <laughs> oh you're God. celebrating in the next 10 days or so, have a great time. Enjoy it. Have a happy new year as well. Hope you get some fun presents. And um, yeah, love the presents. Hope you win your FanDuel thing as well. Pizza says, just give me cash. Just give him cash. Give me cash, please. Um, please check out the Geo and Straight Jones cash, radio show. Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on CBS Sports Radio, cbsportsradio.com, and your radio.com app. For Mike, for Pete, I'm Andrew. We'll see you next year at the after party. Party.